everyone. You're listening to Ed Young Radio, Ed Pastors Fellowship Church, and we want to thank you for listening with us. These next few minutes together can change your life, and you can always hear more by visiting edyoung.com. Enjoy the message. I want to talk to you just a couple of minutes about kind of what I've been talking about over the last, uh, I don't know, the last week. I kicked off a series called Framed last week. Well, seeing these American flags here, I thought, you know, I might just paint a quick watercolor of our flag. So right before the service last night, here's what I did. There's the sketch. And that kind of blue stuff is, is uh, gum you put on the watercolor paper and then when it's dry, you can take it off and it, it, it keeps the paper white, just for those of you who are maybe wondering. Watercolor is unforgiving. It's like you put it down, it's down. I like that. There it is, the flag. And then, I appreciate that. And then the frame. Because God is the God of the frame. He's the God of the frame. And God introduces two seemingly paradoxical concepts in Scripture, one being the frame and the other being freedom. And today, I want to unpack this subject. There is freedom in the frame. There's freedom in the frame. When I sketched the flag, I felt free when I slapped the watercolor on the paper. When we look at the flag, many times we don't really think about what it represents. Red, that color represents valor. Valor is great courage in great danger. Do we need courage in this hour? We need pastors, we need leaders to stand and speak the truth in love. To say, thus saith the Lord, and not worry about popularity, clicks, and likes. And views. We need that. We're a country of valor. We were founded on valor. White stands for purity. Purity. As Trey said, we're founded on biblical principles. If you look at the framers of the Constitution, we're founded on those, on those truths. And for someone to tell you that we were not, they have not studied history. They're revisionists because America was founded on biblical principles. Take, for example, separation of church and state. Separation of church and state was to keep the state out of the church, not the church out of the state. We say, oh, we're the land of the free and the home of the brave, but more and more we're the land of the regulations and the home of the woke. We have valor, red. We have purity, white. And then blue stands for justice. Justice. You heard Trey talk. It's like we have a two-tiered justice system. And we have this, this as we discussed, this justice chip that says, somebody's got to pay. Wrongs have to be righted. I mean, this person who's doing this and that, they 
need and we need as a nation justice. But more and more, it's like no one really gets justice. No one has justice. We live in a free country. Freedom isn't free. You've heard that before. Our flag talks about that. Our flag symbolizes that. Last time I said that God has framed everything. That's the first thing you need to understand. Then I said, man, because we have freedom, and isn't it crazy? What did we do with this unbelievable gift called freedom? We stepped out. We used our God-given freedom in a God-forbidden way. So man stepped out of the frame. So what did God do? God could have left us in a lurch. What did God do? God reframed us by sending Jesus to do what he did on the cross and with the tomb. So number four, God puts frames in our lives. Check this out now for our best practices, for our best practices. Can you imagine playing pickleball without a frame? Can you imagine being married without a frame? Can you imagine trying to parent without a frame? Can you imagine managing your finances without a frame? Can you imagine starting a business or being in a business without a frame? A frame is good. And God takes framing to a holy nother level because God says, I framed your life for ultimate freedom. So for things to flourish, you must have a frame. And freedom without a frame is absolutely futile. I wanna to talk to you a little bit about, about some, some issues regarding a frame and freedom and how they, how they coalesce. The Bible talks on and on about being framed. The, the word framed, the Bible says God knows our frame. The word framed simply means to complete, to join together. So once someone receives Christ, once someone is reframed, literally we're joined, we're, we're complete because of the person of Jesus Christ. And have you taken and made that step? Have you? I love dogs. We've had all types of dogs. We've had a Connie Corso. We've had bull mastiffs. We've had English mastiffs. We've had expensive dogs, sheep dogs, rescue dogs, you name it. We've had it. My favorite dog we've ever had, though, was a Maltipoo. She's in heaven now because, yeah, I believe dogs go to heaven. And I can answer all those emails and inquiries when you ask those questions. No, here's what I think. I believe that, that we're not going to have any needs. In fact, I know that or wants in heaven. The lion will be able to lie down with the lamb. I, I, I really think our pets will be there. So, so we're going, really. Yeah. So my favorite dog was Ava. Ava weighed 7.2 pounds. We used to live out in an area that backed up the Corps of Engineer property. And you know, inevitably, dogs will get away, won't they? Dogs run off. I don't know why, but they have that spirit. Boom. They're gone. So we put this little pink sweater on Ava. And I love her. And, 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 uh, and I could just look at her and go, are you ready? And she would perk up and she knew it was time to go, you know. And, 
but, but she, was, she, was, she was tough. She dominated all of our dogs. She was alpha, man. So one day she got out. Ava, Ava, nothing. See that little white tail in the Corps of Engineer property. And I'm thinking, okay, she's coyote bait. It's over, it's over. She, 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 she's gone, she's gone. Ava, Ava. And then I really tried some dog psychology. Are you ready? Are you ready? Nothing. Now, Ava didn't understand some things in her canine cranium, in her brain. Number one, she didn't understand that she had ultimate freedom in our yard. Are you, are you feeling me? Yeah. I mean, our yard's manicured, fenced. It's awesome. And she had the ultimate life. She didn't understand that. Number two, she didn't understand the fact that I paid a lot of money for her freedom. I paid for the land, paid for the house, paid for her, paid for her vet bills, paid for organic dog food, paid for, for purified water, even invested in her 401k. We did everything we possibly could. And she has no concept of it, none. Also, she didn't understand the third thing that when she bolted in that little pink sweater, she was putting her life on the line. Similarly, we do that with Jesus. The Bible says we receive Christ. Jesus has reframed us. We're living the life and it's like, you know, I'm gonna do what I'm gonna do. So we bolt and we don't realize this amazing freedom and we don't live it out that we have in Christ. Then we don't understand the concept of the, the reality that God financed our faith. We don't, we don't think about that. And then moreover, we don't realize that when we leave, when we turn our back on God, we all have, we're putting our life in danger. And the Bible says we become a slave to what we've chased. Money. God says, you, you want to chase money? Go for it. We turn and we jump out of God's framework for money and we chase money. Money becomes our master. You want, you want to chase sex? And next weekend, I'm starting a two-week series called Interview with a Porn Star. And this is going to be a powerful, powerful interview because I'm going to talk to a young man who has had a radical transformation in his life, who was a, a major player in the adult industry. So you do not want to miss over the, next, over the next couple of weeks. So we don't understand as believers, first of all, that, that, that we have ultimate freedom. Also, we don't understand the price that was paid, what Jesus did for us on the cross. And then it's like, Man, uh, all of these parameters are placed in my life for freedom. Freedom is not this, I'll do whatever, whenever, however I want to. No, 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 that's chaos. That's why so many areas in our world today are totally and completely absurd. Frame, freedom, freedom, frame. Let's look at the cost of freedom. What did it cost? Well, one day Jesus was having this conversation with uh, a group of Jews, 
and he had just left the temple. And here's what he said in John chapter eight, verse 31. Jesus said to the Jews who had believed him. Okay. So he's talking, but it in context frame this. He's talking to believers. To the Jews who had believed him, Jesus said, if you hold to my teaching, you're really my disciples. Huh. That's interesting, isn't it? So we receive Christ. We make that decision. We make this profession of faith, as we talked about in the interview. Then we live out that. Well, the verse continues. Then Jesus says, then you will know the truth and the truth will set you free. The truth will set you free out of context. You see it in universities, you see it in colleges. The truth will set you free. Who made that up? Well, Dr. Fuzzy Face didn't. No, 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 no. That comes from Jesus. Jesus. Because true freedom is only found in Christ. You shall know the truth or you will know the truth and the truth will set you what? Free. You know what the word freedom means? In the original language, the personification of liberty. So if you want liberty, if you want to be emancipated, it's in Christ. It's in him. And it cost Jesus his life. So you shall know the truth and the truth shall set you free Who's the truth? What's the truth? Well, Jesus said in John 14, 6, I am the way, the truth. Uh-oh. So these universities are saying the truth will set you free. Little do they know the truth is Jesus. The cost, the cost, the cost. And when we receive Christ, Here's something that's so beautiful. We're we're saved from the penalty of sin, as we talked about last week, eternal separation from God. And then we're saved from the power of sin. Sin's no longer my master. So I have the power, the octane, the freedom to choose what Jesus wants for me. And just like that painting, Jesus has sketched out an awesome drawing for every life. And, and here's the deal. Are we going to white knuckle the paint supplies or are we going to go, God, I mean, I'm your brush. I'm, I'm, I'm your paint. I, I, I just want to, I want to be free to paint your sketch. That's freedom. So the context of freedom is John 8, 33 and 34. They answered him, the Jews, Hey, we're Abraham's descendants. We've never been slaves of anyone. How can you say that we shall be set free? Again, they didn't get it. They they, they thought he was talking political. Jesus replied, very truly I tell you, everyone who sins, everyone who sins is a slave to sin. There are two types of sin, if you're wondering. I'm sure you're probably talking about that over morning coffee. There is the inherited sin. It's a synetic condition we get from Adam. There's also imputed sin. Imputed sin is to take something that belongs to someone and credit it to another's account. So we have received Adam's 
guilt. So we're sinners and we've received his guilt. Here's the great news though. When we receive Jesus Christ, when he infiltrates our lives, the righteousness of Jesus is imputed into our lives. So when God looks at you and me, he sees the righteousness of his son. You talking about freedom? You talking about freedom? I kind of sound like Alan Iverson. We're talking practice, man. You talking about freedom? Yeah, yeah, that's what we're talking about. We're talking about freedom. That was funny, those of you who followed the NBA. You know, the Emancipation Proclamation was, let me see, signed September 22nd, 1862, Abraham Lincoln, he set it forth. And, and of course, several months later, if you know your history, he passed away, Civil War, everything. And tragically, slavery is in our history and also, pretty much, it's been with us since the dawn of time, slavery. So these slaves were set free. They were emancipated in 1862. But here's the, here's the weird thing. They didn't know they were free. The plantation owners didn't tell them. So these slaves, most could not read or write, still were acting and functioning like slaves, and they thought they would be slaves for the rest of their lives, but they were free, free. Do you know how long they lived in that condition, slaves who were free? Three years. But December 18th, 1865, that is when the floodgates began to open. So I've got to ask you, are you living like that? You mean you're a follower of Christ and you're living like a slave to sin? You're set free, free to be who God has hardwired you to be. You've been emancipated. You've been freed up. Well, you might be wondering about about my dog. I was calling her by name, trying to find her. Thick woods, briars, the whole deal. Finally, are you ready? That did it. She came running out of the woods, dirty, sand spurs all over her, jumped into my arms. And of course, I loved her and, and then gave her a bath and then cut those sand spurs out of her fur, then took her to the groomer and then back to our house and she enjoyed this ultimate freedom. Uh, God, God is calling you and me by name, isn't he? He's, he's chasing us down. Doesn't matter how far away we've run. He's the hound of heaven, literally. And he's calling you and me and he's ready for you and me. His arms are wide open. Come home, come home. And we have the freedom, don't we? To respond to his call or not. And it's our prayer that you would respond to the call of God. And God will show you what ultimate freedom 
and a framework is all about. Thank you for listening, and thanks to all who give so generously to this ministry. It's because of you that we can continue this show and equip people with the hope of heaven. You can click the link in the description to support the show or visit edyoung.com. There you can also be resourced with bonus content for free, including a daily devotional. We also encourage you to share the message today with those around you. Thank you again for listening. God bless.